This episode of the 3D Insights podcast is brought to you by SEMI, the leading microelectronics industry association with programs that help its members grow their business and address top challenges worldwide. With a global focus on advocacy, the microelectronic supply chain, sustainability, and workforce development, SEMI works with industry leaders to align goals, share best practices, and accelerate progress. Learn more at SEMI.org. Hi there. I'm Francoise Von Trapp, and this is the 3D Insights Podcast. Hi, everyone. We are just about five weeks away from the biggest event of the year for the semiconductor industry, and that would be Semicon West. It takes place July 11th to the 13th at the Moscone Center in San Francisco. Now, personally, I have been to this event every year since 2006, with the exception of 2020 and 2021 because of COVID, where the event was held virtually. To me, the way companies approach this is like someone approaching their high school prom. Seriously, they plan major product announcements, they create elaborate booth spaces, and they develop all this original content. Um, they plan parties. Uh, the days are just packed with conference sessions. Um, the show floor showcases the latest and greatest technologies, and the special pavilions are all humming with activity. Networking receptions and satellite parties offer great opportunities for networking. And I literally go nonstop from early in the morning until late at night. I find myself like sleeping on the flight home because it's just an adrenaline packed week. The show has evolved over the years, but this year I'm seeing some really exciting changes happening. And here with me to talk about them is Joe Stakunas, who is the president of Semi Americas. Welcome to the podcast, Joe. Francois, it's great to be here with you today. And I can beat you on uh, on the amount of times at Semicon West, but not at the prom. One prom was enough for me. I've been attending Semicon West since 1989, I believe, was my first visit to Semicon West. I haven't made every year, but I've made most. And uh, I must share, I have a very similar experience to you. It is often the most productive week in my work year. While I was in, in industry working for for-profit companies, uh, I would often have 40 meetings in the three days of Semicon West. It was nonstop. And uh, now that I'm president of Semi America, it's, it's even more hectic for me. But for our executives who are here, it's a heck of a networking opportunity. And we have made some changes this year. Our, our teams come together and I shared some of my experiences. I think it's a great trade show, but I truly believe it is the premier networking event in the semiconductor industry each year. So with that in mind, we've put a very strong effort into enhancing the networking capabilities of the show. You'll see changes on the show floor. It's room for you just to sit down and have an impromptu meeting with the persons you meet on the on the show floor. But in addition to that, we've brought conference rooms onto the show floor. We've brought food into the show floor. We're doing everything we can to enhance the productivity of the event itself and make people very comfortable in the convention center this summer. Yeah. So does that mean um, in the past, a lot of the sessions happened in the meeting rooms around the show floor or maybe over in the Yerba Buena Theater? Is that changing this year? 
that isn't changing so much. We're making good use of the Moscone facility. Um, we do have meeting rooms upstairs where we have larger gatherings. It, we'll have 29 different tracks of interest for folks who come to the show. A lot of those meetings happen upstairs above the Moscone trade show floor. But again, there's an awful lot of alumni who've been coming to Semicon West for, for many, many years. They run into their colleagues in the industry, and we want to make it easier for them to have really good discussions and a very healthy atmosphere for them to make the most of the three days they spend with us at Semicon West. So that's what's happening on the show floor. Okay. Now, what also is changing this year is we're having our first CEO summit. And the CEO summit is very much focused on the start of each day. We want to give folks plenty of time to be out on the show floor. We'll start the day early. Tuesday, we're going to start at 8 o'clock. I think Wednesday and Thursday, we're starting at 8.30 before the show floor opens. Our theme this year is the path to $1 trillion. Most of the market analysts we speak to, including SEMI, our own numbers, are very confident that semiconductor revenue in the year 2030 will reach a $1 trillion. The path there is a whole lot of our focus this year in the show, but it's not without challenges. You know, when we talk to member companies, the first thing I hear is their biggest concern is talent. And that remains, you know, we see a very tight job market anywhere in the world. And, uh, we're, we put a lot of effort at SEMI into helping with workforce development and making that a reality that we get the best engineers and technicians and everyone we need across the workforce for our member companies to be successful. In addition to that, we want to get to a trillion dollars and also be respectful of the planet we live in and the environment in which we all live and, and must provide for onto perpetuity. Those are two of the biggest challenges for us. So each day, we'll start the morning off with a CEO summit where CEOs and, and like positions will have a few government uh, folks represented who don't carry the title of CEO. They'll share their thoughts on what's necessary on Tuesday in order for us to get to a trillion dollars in semiconductor revenue. On Wednesday, on the path to net zero, on, on how we get to a trillion do dollars and do it in a sustainable way. And on Thursday, our CEO sessions will focus on what we need to do in order to uh, bring the talent that's necessary to make this all a reality. Okay, so let's just recap. Each day is going to have a focus. So it's not like the summit is happening all in one day. There's going to be something each day. It's going to be at 8 or 8.30 in the morning so that people can attend it before they hit the show floor. Is that replacing anything? I think it used to be the executive forums. Uh, we refer to this as our keynote sessions in the past. They will be keynote presentations mm -hmm. in the format that I described by some of the true industry leaders that we all have got to know and respect over the years. So we've got a great lineup. It's already published out there who's speaking uh, on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And, and again, really trying to minimize the amount of overlap we have mm -hmm. with the show floor. There is some, but we're trying to keep it to a minimum. What about opportunities for the exhibitors? Has that changed at all? We think we've done an awful lot with the show floor to keep people on the show floor with the exhibitors. So the things I talked about, got a more uh, sit-down dining experience available in, in South Hall, food trucks in the North Hall, space that allows folks um, to sit and mingle a bit more effectively. We're going to have some fun in the afternoon. 
Uh, we're actually, we've got a beer garden too. Mm -hmm. So again, we're trying to create an atmosphere on the show floor that keeps people in Moscone and keeps engaged with the exhibitors. We're seeing really good results right now as well. Last year, we were simply in one hall. We were in the South Hall for exhibitors. This year, we've got North and South Hall completely booked. Excellent. We've realigned the show floor twice already, and we've seen an increase by of 32% the number of exhibitors who are coming to Semicon West this year. And the attendance figures, the pre-registration is a really big number. It's right now at 246% of where we saw it six weeks before the, the show started last year. So we're expecting really good attendance. We're very confident we'll have over 20,000 people attend. And in addition to the things we're doing in on the show floor to make it a better exhibit, though, we definitely have a tailwind. The investment in the United States that's picked up related to the CHIPS Act and the number of fab announcements that you've seen, there's no doubt that uh, we've got a little bit of a tailwind this year at SEMI, and uh, we're seeing it. Most of our events, if not all, right. have been sold out. We're really seeing a nice uptick in traffic to SEMI. So again, the combination of the changes we're making to enhance the experience for both exhibitors and attendees and the tailwind created by the investment in the U.S., we're really excited about the show this summer. What about the pavilions? You were talking about last year we had just South Hall. And I thought they, North Hall was also used for where the workforce pavilion, things were kind of spread out that way. Have we now integrated the booths and the pavilions in both halls? Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Uh, yes. So we have changed some things around. We're utilizing pretty much all that's available to us at Moscone this summer. That's excellent. Let's talk about the media hub. Francois, it's another good example of change. In reference to the media, where we can get benefit not just at the show, but for weeks after the show with the uh, publications that they'll provide, uh, we've got three things going on. First of all, we've created a best of the West stage. So the best of Semicon West is an opportunity for our industry to have some time on the stage to highlight their new product introductions. And from a media perspective, it makes it easy. They go to one place and they hear what's the latest and greatest in technology and product innovation coming from the folks who spend the time to come to Semicon West. Secondly, we've got a video wall that will feature many of those types of innovations and opportunities to learn more on the showcase, uh, showcased on the floor. And then the third thing, I'm really pleased that we've been able to renew our relationship with 3D Insights, who will be our official podcaster uh, for the show, both before and after. And uh, why don't you share a little bit of what your plans are for helping us? I'm pretty excited about that too. For the previous two years, we've been the official podcast of Semicon West, but we've really grown our presence. And, you know, I love that this year we're actually going to have a booth that's branded, it's actually co-branded 3D Insights and, and Semicon West. And it's an opportunity for 
some of the keynoters to sit down with us and talk about the highlights of their talks. Um, I think we're going to be focusing on some of the sustainability efforts and definitely the workforce efforts. And then also for our 3D Insights community members, they have the opportunity to participate in their in the spotlight episode where we feature community members who are also participating at Semicon West, either as presenters or exhibitors. And they get five or 10 minutes to sit down and, and tell us what's going on. I also wanted to talk about the best of the West. If you're going to be presenting on the stage, we will have opportunities for you to also talk with us to be included in the podcast episodes. That sounds great, Francois. There was one other thing I wanted to talk about relative to 3D Insights. Um, and it's related to our efforts on workforce development and diversity, equity, and inclusion at SEMI as well. And that's your SEMI Sisters program. I thought I had come up with a brainchild, and I started talking to my team about, hey, you know, we're going to have a beer garden. I want to do something in the beer garden. Let's host some happy hours. And I said, I want to do it along the lines of uh, our efforts to promote talent and diversity within our community. So my first idea was we're, we're one of the things we're going to recognize at, at SemiCon this year is uh, on the keynote stage, we will recognize folks who are 20 under 30, uh, folks who are doing a great job working in our industry and are less than 30 years of age. On Wednesday afternoon, we're going to have a happy hour for them uh, at the beer garden on the show floor. And then I had come up with this idea, hey, how about we have a semi-sisters event and invite women in semiconductor to come and join us on the show floor for a happy hour? Maybe that might be a little bit more sophisticated. That might be a wine and cheese, but regardless, we'll highlight and provide a networking opportunity for the women in semiconductor. And of course, my team let me know that you beat me to it. You had already taken on the name of semi-sisters and got all that started for it. So just uh, I want to thank you for that effort. I think it's fantastic. Um, that what you do to promote women in semiconductor. And we're really proud to, to host your affinity group on the show floor with a happy hour. Thanks, Joe. Yes, I'm really excited to be co-host with Semi for Semi Sisters. And, you know, Semi Sisters has really been this organic group. Anybody who is, works in the semiconductor industry who is a woman can be part of it. We have global social hours on Zoom every other month on the third Thursday. We've been a probably 250 women who are members of that LinkedIn group who engage regularly. And I think they're going to be really excited to find out that there's going to be an event dedicated to them. And I see that um, we can give Edwards the credit for being the sponsor of that event this year. And it's going to be on Tuesday night from four to five. I'll be there. And I hope that all of the women listening to this show up and participate and get to know each other. You don't have to be in the C-suite. You don't have to be an engineer. You can be working in HR. You can be working in marketing. Um, and that's the beauty of this is the understanding that there are so many women who have roles in this industry that aren't even technical. I mean, that's really how Semi Sisters started because there were all of these um, organizations for women in engineering. And I'm not an engineer but I am a woman in the semiconductor industry. So, uh, and I know a lot of more people like me and they are really good networkers, you know, connecting with your sisters in this industry where we 
really enjoy working with the men in this industry. And that's the thing about Semi Sisters. It's not an anti-man group. It's a embracing the fact that we've been this minority and we've we've formed this sisterhood and the men are brothers. Then we've had people say, well, what are we going to call the guys? Because we don't want to be exclusive. We can be semi-siblings. Anyway, I'm really looking forward to that event as well. Um, the 20 under 30, can we talk a little bit more about that? So that's something that's sponsored by our North American Advisory Board at at SEMI. We have gone out for nominations and we had a great turnout this year. Uh, we had um, quite a few folks nominated uh, to be considered for recognition as folks who were doing good things, great things in the semiconductor world and are under 30 years of age. And we will recognize 20 of the nominations again on the keynote stage. And then we'll host that group and all of their pals um, at the at the happy hour on Wednesday night. So uh, really excited about that. Again, that'll be at the Beer Garden from four to five. And just one more comment on your your comment on Semi Sisters. Two two hundred and fifty members of Semi Sisters sounds great, but um, you know there's room for twenty five thousand. I would right love now. it. So we've we've got a whole lot more room. It'd be be great. Maybe that's the future of Semi is that we should really try, strive for having a semi-event that's specifically focused on semi-sisters and women in semiconductor. And uh, you know, it'd be great if we could get the kind of turnout that we get for Semicon around the world for uh, a similar type of event focused on women. Well, in I would love to work with you on that. Happy to. Sounds great. Um, Thank you. Some of the other events we know about are the Startups for Semiconductor Sustainability, which we've been featuring for the past few months on the 3D Insights podcast. So that's happening what day? That's Thursday. So, and, and just to, to point out, the theme for the keynote presentations on Wednesday will be a path uh, to net zero and focused on sustainability. But we've got sustainability events going on all three days at Semicon West. And this is a good example that you mentioned. The startup opportunity is on Thursday morning at uh, in, in Moscone. So again, good example of the breadth of, uh, of programming that we have associated with sustainability. And of course, it's one of our key themes. Uh, a couple other things that I, I'd like to point out, you know, in a, the, the path to $1 trillion, we'll start off with the CEO Summit, but that also goes through the, the, the week as well. And no doubt that the CHIPS Act has created a great deal of energy and investment in the U.S. And along that line, on Wednesday afternoon on the keynote stage, we'll have a session entitled The Path Forward for Semiconductors in America. We'll have some representation from government agencies, specifically the Department of Commerce and the CHIPS office will we'll have a speaker. Uh, we'll also have folks who represent state economic development uh, agencies who are really key in applying for and uh, uh, successfully uh, going forward with investments in, in semiconductor manufacturing in the United States. So that's a really exciting session. One of our favorites on Wednesday, the Bull and Bear session, where we'll have industry uh, analysts, kind of the, the Wall Street uh, folks who, who follow our industry to give some insight as to where the growth's coming from in our industry. And start off Monday, we get a great turnout for this. We've actually had to put a bigger room uh, available for our market symposium on Monday, where, again, leading analysts from across the industry present their expectations for forecasts on, on where our industry's headed. That really is exciting. That's great. I don't want to go without discussing the path forward for Semicon West. We've got changes this year, but we've got even bigger changes down the road. 
Yes, thank you. There are definitely changes this year that you'll see on the show floor, but we'll actually have even bigger changes starting in 2025. We'll change venue. So we're going to rotate between meeting at Moscone uh, in, in the even years and meeting in Phoenix at the Phoenix Convention Center in downtown Phoenix starting in 2025. And those that will be there on the odd years. And we're really excited about that. This is a big change for us. I think personally, I'm one who thinks change is good. And we we need to refresh and revitalize the show. And, and this is part of that path. So bringing it to Phoenix, the atmosphere in Phoenix, the investment in Phoenix, the number of, of new fabs, the number of folks who are, are located in the Phoenix area and work in semiconductor is very substantial. And I, I think what we've seen as we go around the world, we will always be locating our semicon events in hubs of activity for the industry. That way we, you know, we, we love it when we're busing in, you know, uh, folks from our industry, all kinds of folks who are employees and engaged in our industry in a, in a very substantial way that they come in by the bus load. And we really think that's the opportunity that's being going to create for us. It's going to bring, you know, a number of folks who don't get the opportunity to travel to San Francisco. So by taking it to Phoenix, it'll make it a, a whole lot easier for them to actually visit the show for live and in person and, and benefit from what Semi brings to the industry at our, our very, uh, very well-respected events that we have around the world. Well, I know I'm excited for that because I'm based in Phoenix. So uh, it's it's going to be quite a change. And I understand that it's not going to be in July either, because I can tell you, Phoenix in July, we have great air conditioning, but um, it, it's it's moving to October, right? That that is a bit of an IQ test for someone who makes that decision, and and I did figure that one out that it was not a good idea to to have uh, an event with twenty five thousand people um, in in Phoenix in the middle of July. So the show will move to October, uh, whether it's in San Francisco or whether it's in Phoenix. Um, starting in twenty twenty five, the show will be in October. Okay, so I guess it's time to wrap it up. So I think we've pretty much got everything covered. Is there anything else you want to add, Joe? We're really encouraging people to go to our website, semiconwest.org, and register to attend the event. And in addition, you you can also find details on the meeting room, the conference rooms that are available uh, on the show floor, and details for making arrangements for dining as well. Uh, Beginning June 1st, We'll offer pre-booking for dining in the Taste of San Francisco area, and you can reserve a table for two, four, or six people. There will be time spots. We can accommodate up to 64 people in each time slot. So, you know, get out there and register and make sure you have a, a good spot for lunch at Moscone. You heard him get registered early and often. And everybody, I'll put stuff in the show notes, links in the show notes to the registration. We look forward to seeing you in a few weeks. Francois, thank you so much for being a partner with SEMI. I I really do value the, the fine job you do on the podcast. And in closing, I'd just like to say that I'm very much looking forward to seeing everyone at Semicon West this summer, along with their brother and their sister. Um, I am absolutely confident that we will have a wonderful uh, conference. But most importantly, I'm looking forward to people 
sharing with me that they agree with the point that this is the premier networking event in the semiconductor industry globally. Well, I am certainly looking forward to it, but I'm going to leave my five siblings at home and just bring my husband. Is that okay? <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Leave the pets at home. Too. <laughs> That's right. Okay. No pets allowed. This is going to be a fun one. There's lots more to come, so tune in next time to the 3D Insights Podcast. The 3D Insights Podcast is a production of 3D Insights, LLC.